This is Journey Week on Amplify Ambition. I decided to put together the stories of several women that have inspired me, but also have grown their business their own way. The road to entrepreneurship is not one size fits all. Not everyone is meant to be an entrepreneur, to be a coach, to be a service for provider, or even to work in the online space. And so I wanted to bring together some amazing women. You can hear their story. You can definitely learn from them. But I also want to make sure you know that your journey in entrepreneurship, again, it's not one size fits all. And you have to do what works for you and your life and your own personal growth journey on top of the type of business you decide to run. So I hope you enjoy these four stories over the next four days. This is Journey Week on Amplify Ambition. I am so excited to welcome Carrie to the show today. We have been kind of running in circles around each other, but never really got to connect. But I resonate completely with Carrie's story. And although I never talk about my personal life, mine is very similar um, to Carrie's as well. So being able to hear her story, see her journey as an entrepreneur, I knew that I wanted um, to bring her onto this podcast really so that you can all hear the story of balance. But at the end of the day, I always say no excuses. And Carrie is another living proof of it. Like life happens to all of us, but get up and get over it, move on and make your dreams happen. So welcome to the show, Carrie. Uh, Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. So I know that you are a Christian mindset and business strategist, but outside of the brand that you have built and what we see on social media, what is that thing that you're very, very passionate about? But again, we just don't see it all the time. I think that might be my super crazy adventurous side. I love skydiving. I love surfing. I love whitewater rafting um, and traveling. Just get me outside of my comfort zone and I am happy. That sounds like all cool things. I don't know if I try half of them. (laughs) Whitewater rafting, I'm absolutely there for. But I think it's important to have that adventurous side and you get to just kind of let loose and have fun out there and obviously being one with nature with all of that so sounds pretty cool Um, (laughs) so when you're actually focused not white water rafting or traveling the globe what is it that you do and that really what got you started as a mindset and business strategist Oh my goodness. This is such a long journey. Um, But of course, you know, looking back, I can just absolutely see how God connected the dots through it all. But I, um, in 2011, I was diagnosed with cancer. I was a young mom, three little kids. It was a very difficult time. And you know, as I was healing from that, I was like, Lord, let's make meaning out of this. And I just, I didn't want other young moms with, you know, kids going through cancer to go through the darkness as much as I did. You know, it was like, I wanted support and I didn't know where to find it at that place. There were just hospital support groups, but it was just, you know, all the cancer support groups were like 70, 80 year old women. And I just couldn't connect. So I went to health coaching school and I started my very first business. It was called um, Brave Cancer Moms. 
and I started coaching and that was really the start of, of, you know, my coaching entrepreneurial journey. And you've moved from a health focus to really more of like a business focus. So where was it that you started that transition? Yeah. Okay. So that I did health coaching for three years and lost money every single year. (laughs) I would get on the discovery calls with these women and they're like, that sounds amazing, but I have no money. I have all these medical bills. I'm like, oh my goodness, I totally get it. Let's just get started. And so I coached and coached and coached for free and then you know, referrals. And I'm like, oh, well, I didn't charge her friend. So how can I start charging for this person until I was like completely burnt out? I was also working full time. I was a single mom at that time. And at one point the Lord was just like, Carrie, stop. And I was like, whoa, like, I'm like, I thought this was the thing that you wanted me to do. And that was kind of the biggest, um, wake up. It was just like, okay, It was about obedience, even when I didn't understand it at all, but obviously I needed to work on my own money mindset, um, which then led me to lots of courses, certifications. I'm a master financial coach and just the understanding of how we grew up and what we saw in our families, how the stories, the lies, the perceptions Um, really stick with us. So then helping others figure that out for themselves. Um, And then through that, um, you know, I just started working with coaches in August of 2020. It hasn't been that long, but, um, you know, I think it's just been because my journey has been so long, so painful, so bumpy, like so many tears. I'm just like, ah, I've finally figured out what actually works. Let me help others who want it in a shorter time, who want a shortcut, who want a proven system so they don't need to take nine, 10 years like I did. I think that's really helpful and something to appreciate. And it's not that you're handing them the actual answers, but again, to shorten that so that if we can do it in nine months instead of nine years, um, to really figure out that we're all going to have to go through that process of wrapping our brain around it even if your parents were extreme savers then you're scared to spend two dollars which is slightly better because you're saving instead of spending but still not helping if you have crazy shopping habits or anything else and so being able to figure out where that came from and then making those decisions for yourself to move forward um and that is a whole psychological remapping of the brain as it is. Um, And then that's what really helps you to elevate your business as well. So I think that's a really awesome thing that you're helping people to do, especially those that have entered the coaching space because entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart and you've got to do some deep work to keep going after two days for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So I want to dig in. So I know a couple other things about your story. And so, you know, you mentioned not only your cancer journey, but also being a single mom at that time. And so in terms of finances for yourself, was it just like trying to break even? Were you striving for the beautiful 10K months that everyone talks about? Like, what was it for you that kind of became the focus and became that foundation where you started going in your coaching business? 
Right. Um, honestly, yeah, I started just with a servant's heart. I literally just wanted to help. But um, again, after cancer, um, there was that year of healing. And I mean, I <clears throat> was not feeling well. I came home one day uh, from running errands. My husband at that time was sitting on the front steps. He had a backpack on. He was like, I'm out of here. This is not fun anymore. And he literally walked down the street. And I was just like, what on earth just happened? Yes, things were not fun, obviously. We had three little kids. Our marriage was holding on by a thread, but it was that experience that I was like, whoa, I have got to step things up. He did not help with child support. Um, I tried to provide as much stability as I could by staying in our house, but I was working three jobs and still not even making enough to pay the mortgage on a monthly basis. Um, so things got really scary. Our house actually did go into foreclosure and just the, the stress, the strain, the frustration during that time. Oh my goodness. I can't even tell you how hard that was. And so that's where, you know, it was, it was honestly the day our a sheriff came to our house. They hand you the papers. I actually walked out the back door at 7 a.m. to let the dog out. And he was sitting there on my patio table. And I was like, oh my gosh, like what's going on here? It was so scary. And I had been trying to keep everything from the kids. And yet that night I was like, guys, we're going to be moving and I'm going to be having to get a fourth job. And it was just, and I said, we're going to be cutting out all your activities and the pain and the stress that I saw in their eyes. They didn't say a word, but they were just nodding. And I was like, oh, that a mother should not have to say that to her kids. And I quickly excused myself from the table, ran to the bathroom, bawling my eyes out. And at one point, my youngest daughter, Amelie, came and she knocked on the door and I opened it up and she's standing there. She had her little tiny pink cheetah print suitcase. She was like, mom, we're going to be okay. I have lots of things for us to sell for money. And she had put like her rocks and seashells and books and Barbies. And I was like, oh, girl, like... As sweet as that was, that was the day I'm like, I need to absolutely surrender everything. Like obviously what I'm doing here and hustling more and working harder and getting a fourth job, <laughs> like this is not working. And I remember literally that night was when I was on my knees. I'm like, Lord, let's, I need your help here. Obviously I'm not doing a good job on my own and that experience really changed everything. And honestly, looking back now, it is such a blessing. I never would have developed probably the strength, um, the trust, the faith that I have in God, in his plans for me, even when I didn't know what they were. And it probably wouldn't ha have happened any other way. So the transformation that he came in provided solutions for, we actually stayed in that home in foreclosure for six years and two months, which is absolutely unheard of. Um, we didn't have to pay rent a mortgage for that long. I think I added it up at one point, it was like over $229,000. 
and like God made a way. And I mean, just that part of my story, that part of like my kids experiencing it, I I don't know how I could have taught them about God and his love and provision in any other way. I think there's that moment of surrender that, I mean, one, I hope no one else has to face such a dire situation, but to, to be able to recognize that it's not about doing more. And I think as entrepreneurs, and especially as women and as mothers, we put on a whole nother layer to it, but we start saying, just one more thing and that will make it okay. I'll just do this one extra thing. And in the business world, it's like, I'll have an Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter, a Pinterest and like 20 different things. I'll have three different podcasts happening. Like you hear people add on more things and it's like, but did you get down to the core of your business? And like, did you sell your offer? Um, And I think it's that same thing. Like you were ready for a fourth job, but it was really about being there for your kids in that moment. And like, yes, you still had to provide. I'm not saying you quit everything, but recognizing that it, it was more about explaining and having that conversation, not just continuously working. You had to face that situation. I think that's something that we're, no one wants to face it. It's hard, it's difficult. I totally get that. Um, but recognizing that, especially in the work that we're doing, when we face that, when we take on those particular responsibilities, but also surrender from the, I can't do all of it and recognizing that you're going to need help in this. And I think God's the best help you could have asked for, but any other situation, even another human to support you, that's when you can actually get further in the journey. Because imagine if you really did take on a fourth or a fifth or a sixth job, like you physically would not be here today for your kids in that same way. But like, yeah, that's a legit miracle. Six years in a foreclosed home. Um, you know, only God is going to do that for you as well. So I'm so glad that you were able to have those blessings. But I think those are the stories and the lessons that we can pass on to our clients. And it gives our clients permission to also say, maybe I do need to surrender, not just do one more thing in the process as well. Yes, so true. Yep. All right. So I usually ask people to kind of give out their rules for success, things that you typically share with your clients. Um, and maybe it's like the system or the foundation of the work that you do. And so it can apply to life or business, but I'm curious, what are those rules for success that you try to live by and also share with your clients? Oh yeah, that's so good. I believe it always starts in the mind. Um, really taking those thoughts captive. And what does that actually look like? You know, so first it's the awareness, because again, I, I dealt with this so strongly. So many of my clients there, they have, we have these servants hearts. We want to coach, we want to help. And yet we're like, am I worthy? Am I ready? I don't know, you know, and yet it's just, again, really examining that. Where is that coming from? You know, most of the time, again, it's from these silly situations when we're little girls, but we're just having these loops in our minds about, yep, that one person, that one teacher said, oh yeah, you know, who are you to do this? Or you're not good enough. And so it's, it's really in choosing who God says I am rather than who I say I am, knowing that it actually is a decision and then rewiring 
it's it doesn't come easily and we are just living in our own perspective so this is where just getting that help to understand what are the thoughts that are serving me and that are the truth and then you know moving away from anything that is a lie a story that is not serving us and i think too again just like so two things that i say all the time to my clients is done is better than perfect I am definitely a recovering perfectionist. Like I want everything to be amazing. My website, my business cards, all those things that I thought I actually needed before I could start helping someone, but no, like literally get out of your own way. Stop playing small, focus on those that you are called to serve. You know, I just always have that one person in my head where, and it's, it's just a previous version of myself where she is like, sitting in her bed she's like oh my gosh I want to do this and I don't know how and I'm scared and who's going to listen to me and who am I to do this like I'm not even certified like a million things that are going through our head but we have and again I I went through that so I'm understanding it and when I get scared about like posting or doing something that I know that is going to reach her I just I think of her and I'm like, okay, Carrie, like, yeah, I don't feel like going live today, but there might be someone out there that is praying for what you and only you can do or the message that you want to share. And so again, I think it's just taking that focus off of myself and focusing on her. I love that. I think the awareness piece, we all want to glaze over. And like I put we, not just collectively, but myself literally included, but that self-awareness, everyone who's heard my podcast is annoyed because they know what I'm going to say, but like self-awareness is the key to your success. It's what you need to open those doors to your future, to the work that you're doing, to change lives, to be a billionaire, whatever your goals are, that self-awareness is so important. And it's why I use the Enneagram in my coaching, but I feel like we all want to be like, oh, I know. Yeah, I'm good. I got it. Which is totally fine on the surface if you want to lie to a complete stranger, but we need to definitely stop lying to ourselves on what we know, what's really the goal for us, right? Like it's not about, and I, I say 10K months because I know the industry talks about 10K yeah. months, but yeah. if that's the number that you're targeting, what are you going to do with it? Are you giving half of it to charity and then half to pay your bills? Do you need all of that to pay your bills? Because life is expensive. Um, you know, whatever your situation might be, but not just picking a number, but recognizing what that breakdown is behind it and having those steps. So it's that awareness of who I am, who I'm created to be, what my purpose is on this earth, what are my goals to make it all happen? I think, you know, there's so many layers to that, but I love that you said it's a choice um, because there's a lot of naysayers out there, but you can choose to believe what the Bible says. Um, and if it's not the Bible for you, for others listening, uh, whatever you decide to believe in, you can choose to believe the truth or you can choose to believe some random hater on the internet um, as well. And so recognizing you know, again, I have that choice of what I want to believe. And now I can make all of my decisions based on believing in something that's true um, and moving forward from there. So I think those are two, it's a kind of two in one, but I think, you know, that self-awareness piece and then making that choice of your next steps are so important. So thank you for sharing those. Yeah, of course. 
Are there any other rules or um, things that you like to live by? Yeah, I mean, honestly, just taking the next right step is probably the next thing that I <laughs> repeat all the time, not only to myself, but the clients. Like, it is hard to know. And again, as someone who was raised as wanting a lot of control, because that was not what I got as a, as a child, I want to know from like A to Z, what are the steps? What's it going to look like? What's involved? And yet again, just the trust and the faith that God's got a plan. And I just need to take, do what I need to do for today. And then, you know, what's one step that I can take moving forward, maybe a baby step or, you know, he, he'll provide it. Like it, you don't need to worry about it. But again, it's, I always have that vision of him just holding that lamp up, you know, for here's the step. Okay. Take it. That's all you need to focus on. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get, you know, into all million different details. Focus on this, do this. And then I will show you the next step by, you know, holding the lamp up. Just keep going. I love the imagery of that, of like, here's the lamp for this step. Like you don't need to see the entire walkway. You just need to take two steps forward. And also if we don't take those two steps forward, recognizing that we're never going to get to what that other end of the bridge or that journey is ever going to look like. So such a beautiful reminder and like a visual of literally like, just take the next right step, but go just one um, as well. So thank you so much. I think that that's really where we do start to kind of sabotage ourselves is because we're like, well, if I take that step, then I don't know if I should take two steps or we start to like get really complicated and they're like, should I walk? Should I run? Should I skip? Should I hop? And you're like, <laughs> just move forward. Um, and again, like we do it naturally. It's just a human thing that happens. Um, but recognizing that we don't want to keep holding ourselves back. So what is a way that people can stop sabotaging themselves, that they really can become the successful um, entrepreneurs, you know, and, and business owners that they really want to be? Is there a way that they can kind of move forward um, and stop messing themselves up or holding themselves back? Um, yeah, I believe probably one of the biggest things for that is addressing the mindset, but then, you know, eliminating any lies, limiting beliefs, but then having the strategies. Okay, now what? Um, you know, one of the steps that I skipped when I was working with the health coaching, um, Moms with Cancer, is I'm like, I'm my own avatar. I know her in and out. I am going to create this and it's going to be amazing. And yet I didn't go out there and do the market research. I didn't validate it ahead of time. I just started creating. I poured time and money and energy, um, even, in, even in a launch that I did in 2020. Facebook ads. I worked with an agency, but I hadn't validated what I wanted to do ahead of time. And so it was a complete disaster. <laughs> it was a flop. Not one single person bought it. And it was a really good learning experience because now I just, I'm making sure that people have everything they need. And I do have a great quiz for you to look at anything that might be holding you back, that might be sabotaging you in your business, money, and success. And it's, it's a combination of mindset, strategy, and systems. I mean, that's all of it, right? Mindset, strategy, and systems right there. So it sounds like a really awesome quiz to kind of see, you know, where am I holding myself back and what do I need to kind of 
organize or realign in order to make those steps forward. And I think we like to skip steps, whether it be market research or actually having a plan, whatever that might be, you know, as, as individuals, we all have different things that we want to skip, but recognizing that you want to take all of the correct steps one step at a time. You don't have to actually build Rome in one day. Like there's a reason that saying exists. Um, you don't have to build your entire business in one day, but recognizing the layers that you need to add on and in what order so that you'll stop holding yourself back and be able to have that success. So I'll definitely drop the link to that quiz in the show notes for people to uh, take it. It's a free quiz. So why not figure out what gaps you can fill in and be successful as, you know, a new year is starting um, as well. Um, After people download that quiz, where can they connect with you? Where can they find you? How can they pay you? All the details, please. Yes, I love to be surrounded by like-minded women, which is to invite you to friend me, Carrie Olson on Facebook. I have a free group. Um, I pour my heart and soul into this. You can find me at um, the Profitable Christian Coach for Women. And um, yeah, those are are the best places. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today. I think it's so important for people to really kick off their new year in a way that they are ready and honored. And again, once you can fill in those gaps, you are able to actually reach all of your goals. And I love what you said about self-awareness and really making that choice of this is for me and this is where I'm going um, with it as well. And for sharing your story as well, because it's nothing, you can come out here and say a bunch of rules, but without us seeing how you got there and the lessons you've learned along the way, it kind of makes it null and void. So I appreciate hearing your story um, as well. And I hope you and your husband and your children all have a blessed new year. Thanks again for joining me, Carrie. Uh, What a pleasure. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Are you searching for a simple way to run your business sustainably as you create your best life? Click the link in the show notes to learn about upcoming workshops or speaking events and to work with me directly. I'll teach you my methodology for applying psychology to your business strategy without the cookie cutter tactics so you can avoid burnout and confidently step into leadership and own your expertise. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please take a moment to share it on Instagram or your favorite social media platform and tag me at Coach Keds. Now go the extra mile and even leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help more women listen in and join our community. Thanks for listening to Amplify Ambition. Until next time, dream loudly.